Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Specifically, we have to get rid of these imposter district attorneys because if you look at the jurisdictions where this is happening in San Francisco and Los Angeles, but the the shopkeepers, the, the, the people who are in the stores, this is the time of year where we should be enjoying the holidays and, and especially after the pandemic. And it's just shameful that people can't go out to do holiday shopping and enjoy themselves. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. And the way that Jerry Brown and Gavin Newsom have created and all the, the, the people who are these, you know, supposed criminal justice reformers in the Assembly and the Senate, they've created an environment here where people don't want to be law enforcement officers. Young people don't want to go to the police academy because they have created an environment for disdain for our law enforcement officers who should be honored and respected. So, you know, for him to sit up there on television and say, oh, we're going to fund more cops, that's just a soundbite to take the heat off of him for the madness and the mess and the chaos that he has created. Yeah, welcome to California 2021. That's our district attorney of Fresno County, Lisa Smithcamp. A few weeks ago, they're uh, talking about smash and grabs, the crime, these DAs. Of course, her and DA Sacramento County, Anne-Marie Schubert, have teamed up with other DAs to fight back against these idiots, man. I mean, they just, they're on the side of the criminal. They're not on the side of we, the people, that they're there to actually defend and to prosecute crimes and keep people behind bars. Uh, boy, this is really great for California tourism, is it not? Hey, come to Disneyland in January. Get out of your Milwaukee snow, right? And you got L.A. cops saying, uh, you don't need to come here because we can't protect you. That was an L.A. Police Department detective advising visitors across America not to come to the city. Uh, where he is an officer in because he can't guarantee law enforcement can can keep him safe. His name is Jamie McBride, pointed to the policies of Newsom and these DAs, uh, you know, uh, sounding just like D.A. Smithcamp sounded, uh, this LAPD detective did. Well, you know, you'd have to start with the governor, you know, uh, Gavin Newsom. He's uh, he's uh, advocated with uh, um, ACLU for Proposition 47 as well as George Gascon, who authored uh, that bill. Um, and, you know, here's an interesting twist, too. You know, the, the CEO to Netflix uh, gave three million dollars to fight the recall campaign on Governor Gavin Newsom. Um, and that's the son-in-law mm-hmm. of uh, Jacqueline Avant, who was murdered by somebody who got out of jail who should have been in jail. I value and respect all of you. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. It's going to get a lot harder to defend these actions that Democrats have taken and been doing for quite a long time here in California. Uh, as we've seen, these uh, this crime, it has increased 
because of zero bail policy, of course, um, Prop 47. L.A. Times reported violent crime rates have been rising in the city for two years while property crime uh, as well. Car thefts up nearly 53%. Homicides up 46.7%. The crime wave has affected now the... Uh, as I've seen yesterday, to get the attention, some of the safest and wealthiest neighborhoods in the L.A. area. You got violent crime in Beverly Hills rising 23 percent in the last two years. You're starting to get some attention. Uh, the vice president of the Association of L.A. Deputy District Attorney said Gascon cares more about the rights of criminal suspects than crime victims. Bingo. Bingo. I mean, listen, this is some of the worst at this uh, DA's done down in Smell A, Gascon. Uh, last month, he said he's going to release a convicted murderer who'd served only six years of his 50 year sentence. Can you imagine that being your loved one whose life was taken and the individual who did it? At least you could sit home every time it was their birthday or Christmas and you're sad and you're thinking about them. You can think of the animal that killed them having to be imprisoned then. But imagine only six years. Uh, now you have L.A. Police Department Chief Moore, Mayor Garcetti, uh, criticizing the policies of these nonviolent arrestees being released without without bail, as we've seen. Uh, good to hear our police chief here in Fresno, Paco Balderrama, last week talking about, man, they're going to crack down, doing the opposite of this. To hear our district attorney here saying, no, we will federally uh, prosecute and organized crime knows where uh, hey if you really want to be organized and stay organized uh, not go to jail do it in places where they're like sure come on we we love this right as we continue to weaken laws with regard to, to theft our police departments are struggling even recruiting young officers to come and be police officers because we have this anti-law enforcement feeling now Criminals are not stupid. They know exactly where they can go to commit these types of crimes and not be held accountable. Indeed. Uh, this L.A. police detective here talking about Newsom and Prop 47 and now... It's just going to continue unless we do something different here. So, uh, first of all, you got to clean up from the top. You know, Gavin Newsom needs to be gone. We need to uh, work on uh, changing these laws back to make it tougher on crime. We need to get rid of these uh, so-called progressive district attorneys. Um, they are advocating for the criminals. It's almost like uh, it's shame on you if you're a victim. It's like it's your fault. That, that's the way they see it. Um, so we need. There's a lot of cleaning up to do, but we need to take back uh, uh, the streets. And, and to be honest with you, it, it shouldn't matter if you're an, uh, a Republican or a Democrat. I think we should all want to feel safe in your home, and we should be tough on crime. Yeah, indeed. Uh, now you know it's. You almost feel like a risk taking the the family out to the mall or a box store or somewhere, right? It's uh, you just don't know what's going to go down, and it's not just major cities. It's it's medium-sized cities like Fresno. It's smaller places it's happening with. Uh, and it's all these these DAs, though, in some of these big places like uh, Chicago, Kim Fox, right? Think Jesse Smollett. Oh, yeah, that, she's one of the DAs that Soros donated. $2 million to the PAC that backed her re-election. And uh, what did Cook County there in Chicago see? A uh, thousand murders this year. Gives all these softball deals, right? Uh, of course, Soros backed L.A. District Attorney George Gascon as D.A. Smith Camp has 
shouted from the mountaintop, uh, you know, as we've seen here. He donated, let's see, $1.7 million to the Philadelphia DA. In 2016, he put $3 million into seven local district attorney campaigns across the nation. See, he knows how to get a riot going. He knows how to get unrest going. Uh, he's going for the DAs, right? Philadelphia police made a record number of arrests for illegal guns this year. But here's the uh, here's the suspect's chances of getting convicted. And this is just a, a city across America. In Philadelphia, the chance of getting convicted has dropped from 63% in 2017 down to 49%. So you stand a better chance of not getting convicted by committing a crime than you would if you didn't do it. I guess crime does pay, right? And then we can get into all of uh, how ICE is being shielded and they can only only uh, arrest people in certain areas. Uh, you know, you can't even be at a, let's see, you can't arrest a criminal legal alien at a parade or, or a protest or an LGBTQIA plus pride event. I mean, that's a long list of places in front of a school, uh, long list of places where they can't. Can you imagine having to sit and wait and have a team of people go out and have to wait till they get into the right window? Wow. Uh, the widow of L.A. County Sheriff's Department, uh, Sergeant Steve Owen, he, he, he got gunned down in his line of work. And before Gascon took over down there in Smell A, they were looking at the death penalty for the guy. He's taking the death penalty. Gascon did off the table, even for the murder of law enforcement. And uh, the, the murderer uh, of her husband, uh, his wife, uh, said the guy that got killed, uh, said, found out that this guy might only get eight years in prison for killing a law enforcement officer because of Gascon's criminal justice reform. She said the DA is turning our system completely upside down. Of course. Uh, you remember when Senator Cinema of Arizona was in the bathroom and they harassed her over the, the, the whole Build Back Better spending bill and all of this? That group that was harassing her? Soros funded. Soros backed. And you're seeing the results. The families of murder victims announced they are restarting their effort to recall L.A. District Attorney George Gascon, saying his policies are emboldening criminals. Trayvon Yvonne's mother was murdered, and he's joined the recall effort. You know, we got a guy in office who really is not advocating for any of the victims and their family members out here, and it's... It's not right. While Gascon has proudly announced his reforms, even the chief of police and mayor of L.A. have asked for an end to no-bail and low-bail policies following a series of smash-and-grab retail robberies ahead of the holidays. Even if it's a high-profile smash-and-grab, 80 people, uh, you know, at a high-end store, whether it's like you, you hear things and... Uh, and I bet if I asked the folks in Clovis, I said, does this happen every year? They'd be like, no, this is kind of more recent. You know, stealing uh, candy cane lane decorations. You know, stealing Christmas decorations. You saw last night the fox tree in New York in Manhattan uh, got torched. They they lit it on fire locally. They're stealing Christmas props. The, the what store? Oh, yeah, the Ulta store, all right, the smash. Well, it wasn't a smash grab. It was walk in with garbage bags and fill them up and then just take off, right? Uh, getting Christmas decorations stolen. Uh, let's see, car burglaries are up 38% in Fresno. You know, the, the list is long of, of crime, and you feel it. And believe me, there are many people that would be like, well, I knew crime was big, but 
Uh, it, it it wasn't in my area, whether it's Beverly Hills or an area of Fresno where crime wasn't before and now is. People are realizing it's everywhere. There have been 3,798 auto burglaries in the city of Fresno this year. This time last year, there were 2,755. So up from 2,700 to 3,700. Because why? They can. Right? You can probably steal a car. What was it? Slap your grandma and just... Get out of jail that night. Coach Tedford it is again. Excitement building across the city. We'll hear the latest from the voice of Fresno State Athletics, Paul Leffler at 420. Coach Tedford, healthy and ready to roll in 2022. And wow, boy, we're replacing things all over the place. Who's signing up to run for Congress? We're going to talk to one of the new candidates in studio right here at 330. I'll tell you next. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. You're listening to the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. A second Fresno area Republican said he's going to run for Congress now that Congressman Nunes is retiring and going to go work for the Trump Media Group. Fresno County Supervisor Nathan Magsig, uh, he's put his name in the hat and he's going to be here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we'll be talking to the supervisor about his decision. He, uh, of course, has been a supervisor since 2016. Prior to that, on the Clovis City Council as well so uh, we'll look forward to that and for uh, all the other people that might be popping up in this race as well we do know state senator andreas borges has announced and filed uh, he is running uh, fresno b was throwing out names here fresno city councilman gary bredefeld said he's looking potential run assemblyman devin mathis by Celia, State Senator Melissa Hurtado said they're going to watch a new district, see how they shake out before citing whether they're going to jump in or not. Changes, right? Uh, man, I tell you, it's back. Coach Tedford is at it again. His uh, career record, 108 and 71. He was 26 and 14 and won Mountain West Conference Championship at his old alma mater, Fresno B said, in three seasons. Uh, that uh, he was uh, two bowl victories, the Mountain West Championship. And when he, he when he was hired in 2016 to take on the program, they were they were one and 11, had their third losing season in a row. Uh, in 2017-2018, the B said uh, the Bulldogs won 22 games in that championship in two seasons, but did not. And I wasn't aware of this. They, they, they didn't sell out a single home game during that time. Uh, they had crowds of more than 35,000 just twice. So I guess that's why the, the sellout this year was such a big deal. I guess that didn't happen as much. But when you win, you would think, well, I tell you, it's, uh, there's been a fire lit. And, uh, man, he's going to be off to the races here. And I'll tell you, we're going to be talking with Paul Leffler two days in a row. Yesterday he was the, the veterans active with Lorenzo Rios on Pearl Harbor Day in here. And we just talked World War II. He's uh, flipping it now. We'll be talking to the voice of Fresno State Athletics at 420 uh, about all this new activity that's going back to activity from a few years ago as well. Uh, talking about these these liberal DAs these smashing grabs it's you know california is getting a lot of the attention but you do know it's also happening in minneapolis l well of course la chicago 
uh, San Francisco. Here's some of the numbers. The Retail Industry Association estimated that prior to COVID, prior, $68.9 billion worth of products were stolen from retailers in 2019. $68 billion of theft. So that just goes to show people just have no fear there, there's no ramifications for their actions. And when you got mayors like in Chicago, Lightfoot up there, accusing the stores of not doing enough, saying you don't have enough security. Uh, you know, of course, uh, jewelry stores are a main target as, as well. And so much of this uh, is Prop 47 here in California and Newsom trying to turn it around like it's it's not. Very disturbing down in Tulare County. The sheriff's office arrested that 14-year-old boy who he said uh, was threatening students at Sycamore Valley Charter Academy. He threatened to kill two students on Friday. And... Uh, uh, the school obviously did a little bit more action than the one uh, in Michigan. One of the students that was di- didn't even go to school because of the threats. One of the teachers did contact authorities. Deputies say the boy was, had previously discussed having guns and other weapons at home. A search warrant was conducted and no guns or weapons were found in this. Uh, a 64-year-old woman was killed after a car was hit by somebody running from that somebody that was stealing mail. See the the rampant lawlessness? It's just the Wild West. It's the Wild West. Uh, a, a woman driving in her car. 1, 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Manning and Elm Avenue. 64-year-old woman. Probably thinking about Christmas. Does she have the right gifts? What she's going to make for uh, dinner tonight? And then suddenly, somebody doesn't stop at a stop sign. Bam, just barrels right on through. 30-year-old Brittany Gosvener blew through the intersection and her Nissan and just hit the 64-year-old woman. CHP arrived, tried to help the, the woman, but she died right there. At the scene, there were two others in the car with the lady who was the male thief, Rob, blaring through the through the stop sign. Two other, uh, they were wearing their seatbelts. They were uh, all running from an alleged male theft incident. She's uh, arrested and faces felony vehicle manslaughter charges. It's just not enough. There's just not enough uh, uh, deterrence out there. And it's really sad, isn't it, though? It, it really is. And as... D.A. Smithcamp was talking about, you know, uh, this time of the year. It, it should be a joyous time to go out. We should be all fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. And uh, crime, I tell you, you know, it was the economy, stupid. Well, no, it's going to be people's feeling out in society of wanting to feel like they can live at peace and ease and not have to fear that there's going to be a gunshot or a smash and grab or a carjacking or their daughter's going to be riding a bike down a bike path and some homeless guy's going to reach out that wasn't that it was that it was some city it was in the south valley i and uh tried to grab her attempted kidnapping i mean it has to stop it, it does it has to stop and i think now enough people enough people are speaking up uh to where it is and i i feel the tide turning a, a little bit it's been uh kind of a I guess a long haul, right? But uh, there has been some advances uh, out there. Well, speaking of advances, he advanced from the the Clovis City Council to the Fresno County Board of Supervisors. Now he wants to advance to Congress. Newly announced candidate for Congressional District 22 to replace outgoing Congressman Devin Nunes. 
Bristol County Board of Supervisors Nathan Magsig in studio next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Republicans have no way to communicate. If, it doesn't even matter if you're a Republican or conservative. If you don't want to be regulated by left-wingers that are at Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, where you get shadow banned, nobody gets to see you, nobody gets to see you, they get to decide what's violent or not violent, it's preposterous. We knew he was serious about it as a congressman because he talked about it a lot. Congressman Devin Nunes did, but now we get to see how serious he is about that purging. He's now going to be the CEO of Trump's new media group, which opens District 22, and he is... uh, He's raised his hand and uh, put his voice out there. Fresno County Board of Supervisors Nathan Magsig is new candidate for Congress. Welcome into the studio, Supervisor. Thank you for having me. Uh, Now admit it, admit it. You you you've dreamed of taking this big step for how long? Would you say? Well, you know, I've had uh, dreams of one day having an opportunity to serve in Washington, probably going all the way back to when I was 16 years old. So this is you know this is something which I didn't just dream of uh, two nights ago. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get the elephant out of the room. No secret, I've been highly unhappy with many California elected officials over the 630 days, and uh, the board of supervisors and you know legislatures have been a focus of criticism. And in fairness and transparency, for future dialogue, I want to continue to have with this. Uh, I'm going to be quiet, and I want you to explain your side of the last 630 days. And if looking back, would you have done anything differently, or are there things that were done that people weren't aware of? Well, bottom line with me is I'm a firm believer in local control and what the governor has done and even to some extent what the president of the United States has done by issuing mandates is wrong. I think if uh, there uh, there are issues that need to be laid out, it needs to be done at the local level. And here in Fresno County, our board of supervisors has issued absolutely no mandates. So the mandates that apply today in Fresno County have come from Sacramento and they've come from Washington, D.C. Uh. 
Now, we're going to have a whole lot of different subject matter now that it's a different role you're going uh, to be in. Uh, you know, it's been local issues. This is now national questions and worldwide questions are going to be coming your way. And I think four years ago or so, I asked you what you learned as a city council member that elevated you to a county supervisor, and you explained. I ask you now, what as a county supervisor should voters consider to elevate you to Congress that you've learned as a supervisor? Well, there are many issues. One in particular is just uh, the importance of forest management. And one thing I've learned at the local level, our local communities really know what's best for them. Uh, many of our uh, communities like Shaver Lake, like Prather and Aubrey, were really tied to the timber industry about 25 and 30 years ago. And when a lot of these mills got shut down because the U.S. Forest Service really restricted and limited forest thinning, not only did uh, it impact their livelihoods, but our forests grew into a condition where now we're having these devastating wildfires. So what I've learned as a supervisor, I can go out, I can apply for grants, I can do a lot of fuel break projects, but really what is needed is uh, the, the U.S. Forest Service needs to turn over a lot of the responsibility of managing the forests back to local government, specifically back to counties. And so uh, what I want to do when I go to Washington, D.C., is be a voice for that change. In a lot of the conversations I've had with uh, U.S. Forest Service personnel, their hands are tied. They're a very large bureaucracy. They're not funded enough to be managing the forests appropriately. And so we need a legislative fix in Washington, and I'm ready to go to Washington and do just that. I've never asked anybody in Congress this question of how much education goes on amongst other members of Congress. You know, 10 Congress people sitting around, this is what's going on, and they're like, wow, I had no idea uh nunez that the water was that bad yeah i wonder how much how many people in congress are actually educated on what forest fires and water actually mean to our food supply chain well i'll tell you right now a a properly managed forest actually means that when it rains and snows we will get more water on the valley floor so we can grow more crops a lot of people don't connect the dots when it comes to those two things but right now we've got four to six times the amount of trees per acre than what's really sustainable in our forests and a lot of manzanita and other uh, growth that's taking place, which end up being ladder fuels when we have these large fires. So properly managing the forests helps to solve more problems than just reducing forest fires. It also helps with the water challenges that we're facing, too. Share uh, some of your relationship over the years with Congressman Nunes. You know, I'll say this. Congressman Nunes has been uh, in Washington for uh, 18 or 19 years and as a mayor as a council member as a board of supervisors I've had the pleasure of working not only with him um, but also his staff and they've been very responsive uh, whether it be issues that we were looking at uh, in trying to convert the big dry creek project into a permanent storage facility of course to temperance flat he's he was one of the first voices uh, calling for a temperance flat to be built And he continues and has continued to fight for that. Unfortunately, the will here uh, from many of our electeds in the state of California isn't there. And not our local electeds. Our local electeds want it. But many others uh, here in the state of California, it's just not a top priority for them. So Congressman Nunes has been fantastic. When I got the news that he was um, not going to be seeking re-election and was actually going to be stepping away in a couple of weeks, it was kind of heartbreaking because he was set to be the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee when the Republicans take back control of the House, um, I believe, uh, this uh, next fall, uh, fall of 2022. And uh, also the seniority that he carries is so valuable to the Central Valley. And I know he's good friends with Kevin McCarthy. 
And so just uh, the, the work that he's done around a lot of those issues, agriculture, water, um, it's going to be difficult to replace that. But I can tell you as a candidate now and the work that I've done um, around forest management, around affordable housing, homelessness, and other issues, I will take that, of course, to Washington and do everything in my power to be uh, just as effective as Congressman Nunes. Well, we don't know who all is going to be jumping into this race, but are, I'm picking up that you're saying the number one issue uh, that you'll, or the number one, I guess, advantage you'll bring to the situation is forest management and water uh, because it's so important here. Did you ever at any point sit down with Congressman Nunes over the years and and tell me about, hey, man, since I've been 16, I want to go to D.C. What's it like? You know, uh, when do you think I should make the move, right? I mean, did you have those kind of kind of you know, I, I bet you did. I, I've, I've had several occasions to uh, sit down and break bread with uh, Congressman Nunes. Uh, many times it was with, with my good friend, Buddy Mendez, who's also on uh, the Board of Supervisors. And Buddy and, and Devin Nunes are close. Buddy Mendez, uh, Mendez was there with Devin Nunes from day one when he was running for Congress back in, in 2002. And even uh, one of the rallies that Congressman Nunes had, I saw you there. I had an opportunity to help MC. Uh, one of those events. So um, I, I've had many opportunities to interact with the congressman, and um, I enjoyed each and every one of those. So I'm going to say that you didn't answer that. See, you're already acting like you're in D.C. You didn't answer the question. Did you sit with him and talk about, hey, man, I do? did you share your childhood teenage dream with him? I'm, that's my question. You don't have to say what you talked about, but was he aware you had those kind of aspirations? Yes. Okay, good, yeah. Yes, yes, you're under a Senate hearing. All right, uh, let, let's talk about some of these hearings they've been having. Uh, now we can, re- and we talked about this, you know, as a border supervisor over the years, but uh, the border, what's going on right now? I mean, it's kind of been a side note, and in normal times, it would be the number one uh, story out there. Congressman Nunes, of course, backing President Trump's administration with all of that. Uh your take on that, which I think I already know, but please share more. Well, border security is critical to the independence of any nation. So we definitely need to be securing our borders and know uh, we need to know who's coming into our country and who's going out. So for me, any policies in Washington that help to strengthen that, you know, I'm, I'm fully going to be supportive of. Uh, let me ask about uh, DOJ and Attorney General Merrick Garland coming after parents as domestic terrorists. I know uh, Clovis, it's been, I guess, a little more in the news than Fresno Unified with some uprisings at school boards and, and upset parents. But did you ever think that you would ever see the federal government go after parents like this before? Did it shock you like it shocked me? It shocked me. And no, I never thought I'd see a day where um individuals would use their power to come after citizens of the United States. And I'm, I'm very mindful of the fact that an elected official's role is to, number one, be a servant um, of their constituents. And many elected officials have kind of flipped that around and they expect um, the citizens of the United States to serve them. So I am troubled about a lot of the things that I'm seeing coming out of Washington. And again, it gets back to kind of what's at my core values, and I believe in local control some of the out-of-control spending in Washington not only is not sustainable, but we're building a house of cards, which eventually is going to collapse. When you have a national debt, which is in excess of $30 trillion, and you continue to have programs out there that you're funding uh, using deficit spending, it's only a matter of time before all the money runs out, the programs end, and you're in a, just a deep, deep recession. So these are some of the things that I'm willing to go back and tackle. I would like to return a lot of the decision-making authority back to local governments, 
back to states. I am a states' rights um, a supporter. I, I believe strongly in the Constitution, not only of the United States, but also the individual constitutions that each state has as well. And so um, I would really like to remind the public just the importance of these documents. And it's very important that the federal government does not grow to the point where they're operating outside of the confines of our Constitution. And they have. Uh, would you now say all the I, one of the last times we spoke, you and I disagreed over Newsom and the constitutional aspect of what he was pulling off. Do you still feel that same way or do you think that he did step on the Constitution? Well, remember what I said is personally, I believe that absolutely the governor has overstepped. I don't think the governor has the right to declare a state of emergency, which has now lasted it. over 600 days. Uh, to be able to basically combine the legislative and executive powers within his hands, I believe that is clearly a violation of the Constitution. But we have a remedy for all of this. Number one, it's elections. Number two, it's the courts. And the governor has lost uh, several election or several um, cases that have gone to court. So I have been encouraged by that. But there are not enough people out there like you talking about some of these issues. And I, I, I would like to see more healthy debate taking place. These issues are critical for our, sur- our survival. And I want to go back to Washington, D.C. and again, return a lot of this control back to our local governments. Fresno County Board of Supervisors Nathan Magsig running for Congress to replace Congressman Devin Nunes. There is no longer a free and open social media company or site for any American to get on any longer. Because these big companies, Apple, Amazon, Google, they have just destroyed a what was likely, Parler is likely a billion dollar company. Poof, it's gone. Gone. What's the redistricting maps gonna look like? We'll talk with Supervisor Magseg, his take on that next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Listening to the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. In studio guest, Russell County Supervisor Nathan Magsig running for Congress. And I, I hate to say this, but you're not the big news of the day. You know that, right? No, Ted Ford. Ted Ford. Um, last time we were in this setting um, was not such happy news, and so I'm really excited to be back here uh, moving forward um, with a new chapter. And uh, I can't be more excited um, about this opportunity. I want to thank the president and uh, Terry for the opportunity to do this. Indeed. That's, uh, we've got a lot of change going on in the Valley, don't we? You know, I do have to say when uh, he decided and had that announcement today at 10 o'clock, I was very excited, not only because I'm a, a, a graduate of Fresno State, but having an opportunity to share in headlines on a news day with uh, an icon like that is is very special. Now, I think so, yours broke yesterday, though, right? No, so, mine, mine actually oh. broke at 11 o'clock today. There was speculation, but I made it official through uh, a press release that uh, went out at 11 o'clock today. And, you know, for me, it's not an exploratory committee. I'm all in. I've uh, not only signed the paperwork, but obviously lined up uh, endorsers and Regardless of what the new lines look like out there, um, I'm you know I'm going to go full speed ahead. I'm going to uh, give this campaign as well as uh, opportunity to serve in Washington. I'm going to give it my all. 
Now, let me ask you what, what you know. Of course, the uh, the redrawing of districts is once a decade. Alex Tavley and San Joaquin Valley Sun said the map change uh, would have helped Nunez in the 2020, in the 2022 midterms. I, I read the Fresno B saying the map changes will make it more liberal. Uh, what does your pre-campaign launch research show? Well, so there are uh, some preliminary congressional lines that were drawn a few weeks ago, and there was a, a new mountain district that was created that I think uh, Congressman Nunes would have done very well in, which included uh, uh, parts of Fresno County, Madera County, continued on north all the way up to South Lake Tahoe, had a big chunk of the Modesto region, and uh, overall very conservative district, uh, very much in alignment with a lot of the things that, uh, that Congressman Nunes uh, was involved with. So I think Congressman Nunes would have done ve- very well in that district. But what I'm hearing now from some of the commissioners is they – may still make some additional tweaks to the the congressional lines that they've put out preliminarily. They have to have lines finalized by December 27th. So we've got Christmas right around the corner. I'm sure that that board is not going to want to be meeting within, you know, seven days of Christmas. So they're under a lot of pressure to finish up with the assembly, state senate and of course the congressional lines well if it did go more liberal your message to grab let's say a a pelosi sticker on her car woman what what would you say to those more liberal people if it did go that way you know for me my message doesn't change if the district is liberal liberal or conservative for me i think some of the appeal that i've had over the years is i do take the time to listen to any and all persons while I'm very principled and, and don't agree with uh, some sides, I will make time to sit down and listen. Many times I've found that sometimes uh, an approach to a challenge can be improved uh, by taking bits and pieces of other ideas that may be out there. But as far as my principles, my message, that's not going to change regardless of what the district looks like. I'm very solidly a, a believer in local control. Uh, when it comes to uh, issues like forest management, we've already uh, kind of covered the base that we need better forest management. And two, uh, when it comes to job creation, I firmly believe uh, in the entrepreneurial spirit and that small businesses create most of the jobs out there. So I'm going to be working hard to try to empower uh, people at the local level because uh, without them, we have nothing. Uh, fundraising. Uh, Congressman Nunes was one of the best in Congress, had a pretty big uh, war chest as well. Uh, I mean, you're now on day one, right, of fundra- uh, fundraising. What kind of organization is this going to require, and, and what kind of team are you having to put together? You know, um, I'm, uh, I recognize that next year there's multiple elections I'm going to have to run in, not only a potentially a special election that's going to be called But looking at the new uh, district lines that are out there, I may simultaneously have to run in a new district as well. So what this may take is really millions of dollars, and I'm prepared to raise uh, whatever is necessary so I can be competitive, get my message out, and uh, I'm very confident in the team and a lot of the people who have already stepped forward to support me. Now, with uh, you know a list of people that might be coming in, to, what, and I, maybe you can't answer this question. I don't know if you know the answer, but as supervisor, you'll still be the supervisor while running for Congress, correct? That is correct. Now, there are some jobs that you can't be and still run. So I guess, well, we don't know who's going to be jumping on that, but uh, I guess it depends what career field that the individuals uh, are in. It's uh, I, I guess you think it'd be four or five, I'd say. I know we got a couple already on the Democrat side that had already challenged 
uh, Nunez as well with this. But, uh, uh, well, I'll give you the, the, the first opportunity, like I'll give every candidate uh, here to put out that fundraising reach. Where where can they find your campaign? Do you have the, is the website been built last night at midnight? Where you up, you know, drinking Dr. Pepper and pounding this out? Yeah, so NathanMagsig.com, you can go there. And of course, my personal Facebook page, I've got information up um, on my personal Facebook page. And again, which is uh, just Nathan Magsig, uh, you can get information directly from that personal page. So uh, we have just built uh, that uh, website. We're going to continue to uh, to grow and develop that. But w- with a race like this, I cannot do this alone. And you're absolutely right. I'm going to need the support of the public. And over the years, many people have you know, reached out to me and asked, "Hey, you know what? You know what can we do to get involved?" And I've shared with them that when the time comes, uh, they will know what they can do to help. And I'm here to tell all your listeners right now that um, I would love to have their support. The time is now, and if if you believe in what I'm talking about, I would ask for you to join my team, and I look forward to working together. You take Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been asked that question, so I've never I don't that, know. I've never asked that question. I, I'm, I'm sure you would, right? Uh, well, listen, uh, it's quite a step, and uh, as I asked you, uh, how long had you been thinking about this opportunity? And you said since when you got your driver's license, I guess, since 16 years old. It'd be a big change for a family. You know, congressman is flying all over the place, so it's a family decision as well. I know you have one of those, and I assume you wouldn't have said it unless you had their support as well. So, Magsig family, get ready for a, ready for a run, I guess, right? That's right, and you're absolutely right. Uh, my family is is my top priority, so if they were not on board with uh, what I'm doing, I wouldn't be doing this. But you are right, too, in stating it is going to be a burden, a challenge, and uh, um, I'm prepared to uh, move headlong into this, and my wife and kids support me in that. You ready to wear a mask for nine hours, flying back and forth to D.C. with Pelosi's rules there? Huh? No comment. No comment. Nathan Magsig, uh, I appreciate you coming in the studio. Thank you. All right, we'll have uh, more conversations as uh, I guess we'll call it Campaign 2021 kicks off. That's right, we're in 2021. Lee Smith yesterday, man, talking about the battle of the soul of our country, the author Lee Smith. We'll talk about that and more next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.